Welcome to the Courage 1000 Project, where each week we bring you inspiring stories from courageous individuals about the moments and experiences that have shaped their lives. I'm your host, Melies the Story Collector, author, speaker, trainer, facilitator, videographer, award-winning photographer and entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help deep-feeling women reclaim their confidence, joy and purpose in life from a world that overwhelms their hearts, minds and souls. And this journey... It starts with courage. You see, after a lifelong struggle with my own identity, I discovered the core principle to reclaiming your life was courage. And it made me curious. Were there others like me? Were there others who had reclaimed their life through the secret of courage? What was courage for them? What did it look like? And where were their stories? And with that, the Courage 1000 Project was born. We're digging up the archives and bringing to you season one of the Courage 1000 project. Originally a web TV show and now available across all your favorite platforms. Let's get into it. Welcome to Melias the Story Collector Web TV, where each week we bring you inspiring stories from courageous individuals about the moments and experiences that have shaped their lives. In today's episode, we're talking with the gorgeous and confident Donna about her domestic violence situation and the choice to leave that situation came down to simply turning left or right. It's really important that people are aware that no matter where you come from or what your situation or circumstances have been, it's really important to understand that you are powerful. And once you take that power and stand in your own truth and really know and understand who you were meant to be, the gift that you were given to share with the world and share your voice and open up to the opportunities, then I think that, you know, that story in itself just really does start to inspire other women to do what they believe that they're meant to do as well. And if I can just uh, change the life of one person by sharing my story of where I've come from, from domestic violence and through into my business today, then you know, this is my third business. So it's really important to know that anything is possible. We all know the word impossible actually says I'm possible. So that's, that's a huge step in believing in yourself. And, you know, I'm sure you, yourself as well that, you know, when you, use, when you have a coaching business behind you as well, that you always believe in your clients far earlier than they than what they believe in themselves and so you know to lift them up and carry them through the process it's amazing and it's so satisfying I'm so grateful that I've been able to come through my journey of domestic violence and move into this you know area to be able to awaken the souls um, that really lay sleeping within women because women are really you know really strong characters and really great leaders and it's important that they understand and we tap into where they're meant to be in life. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So where did all the domestic violence start for you and how did you get out of it? Oh, yes. Look, um, it was, oh, how old's my daughter? She's like 40 next year. So 39 years ago um, and 39 and a half years ago was basically when I left. 
um, what happened was I was, you know, a little bit off the rails. I guess we all like to challenge our late teen years <laughs> as we're developing into who we're supposed to be. And, you know, I didn't grow up in a, um, anything extraordinary at home. It was a fairly ordinary, you know, middle of the road uh, family situation. And, you know, we weren't um, trodden on and told we couldn't do things, but we also weren't inspired to really grow and create. And, you know, it was take the safe options pretty much. Money's hard to come by, all those sorts of things. And so when I was like 17, 18, and I went out to work and I really wanted to explore the world and, you know, got a bit um, off the rails, as I said, and met people and started hanging around with people that probably weren't the most favourable people in the world. However, that didn't change that, you know, I think you're always looking for somebody to really love you. And, you know, while I had a lot of love and support at home, it wasn't, um, you know, there were a lot of things that we weren't allowed to express. And I suppose I was exploring that as well. And I met somebody that we very quickly, you know, were involved with each other and went off and got married, um, you know, probably within six or eight months of meeting each other. So it was very quick. And almost instantly from, you know, within a month of being married, the violence started and it was horrific. You know, there were times when I actually didn't think I would see another day. Um, and then, yeah, it was really, you know, and that fear is really bad. And the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, one year, um, or the year that we got married, actually. So that was the first, um, experience that I'd had. And, you know, that was, um, I actually didn't think I would see the next day and I left and went out to I lived in Canberra in the time so I went out to the Cotter Dam and I spent two nights out there you know I didn't want to ruin everybody else's Christmas mine was bad enough I didn't recognize myself in the mirror when I got up in the morning and you know I was just broken and so it was really horrific for me to spend that time on my own and then have to go back to the home that it all happened in and because I just really wanted to shower after two days more than anything as well and you know wash my mouth out it was you know full of blood and stuff and and to go back there and then just have all the apologies and they just drag you back into that situation it won't happen again anyway life goes on and I fell pregnant with my daughter and you know things were okay during the pregnancy and then once it left once she was born and I was ready to leave hospital, I got this overwhelming sense of fear mm. and I actually knew that it wasn't going to be great. So, you know, things moved along and violence happened on and off and I got to the stage where I really didn't know what I was going to do. I'd been destroyed from, um, you know, within internally, my confidence um, my self-respect, um, I'd been taken away from my family and I found that, you know, I didn't know where I was going to go or where I was going to turn and I was going for a job interview and 
they were sitting, my daughter and my, my husband at the time were sitting in the car waiting for me. And it's like this angel of guidance just stepped in as I left the interview. And I came down the staircase and I'll never forget that day. And I had to go left to actually go to the car. And I was just turned to the right and guided to a taxi and I jumped in. I had no idea where I was going to go and ended up at my mother's work. I had no money. I had nothing. And I just went, oh, my God, what have I just done? And the fear come, comes in and then it all, all sort of sorted itself out. And you know what? The fear that I had was overtaken so much by the um, something deep down must have told me my daughter would be fine and just waiting for her to be brought back to me because I didn't want to go and get her on my own because I knew what would happen. And so I was waiting for the right time when, you know, I had my, my family with me to go over and pick her up. And I knew she would be fine. Deep down, I knew she'd be fine. So anyway, he dropped her off and, and it was like 52 hours later. And how do I know that number 39 years later? You don't sleep. You know, you don't sleep a week. You, you do worry and you do have concerns. But um, I got her back and, you know, then the empowerment of making that, well, I don't even know who made that decision for me that day. I just knew it wasn't me. I also knew that if I got in that car and went home that I would never see my daughter or my family again. I knew that that would be the last day that I would take a breath on this earth. Wow. And I think that's why their angels guided me through to that. So just the sensation, the way the conversation went before I went into that interview and it was just so overwhelming that I was guided not to go back into that situation. I don't know what happened. I just know it wasn't, um, it wasn't a conscious decision for me. I don't recall going, do I go left or do I go right? It was just like that's how it occurred. And I don't know how that happened. Looking back, obviously, I had some angels looking after me and looking after my daughter and it was very empowering once that all settled down. And so it's really important, I think, for women to know that no matter what your situation is, there is a way. There is a way. If you're open to asking the question for help, there is a way that you can be picked up and taken out of that situation. And there's so much help out there these days. 39 years ago, domestic violence, they just stayed in those relationships. They didn't leave. Um, they didn't have the support that they have today. There were so many different, you know, sent to counselling by the courthouse to try and reconcile a marriage that was absolutely in, in, you know, you just could not do it. And, you know, having counsellors there that, that really had no idea what that situation was like, telling you that, you know, you really have to go and try. And I went, you know what, I actually don't. With all of us sitting there and I just went, I think we're done. And I got up and walked out. And the power that came, yeah, 
that was very also very empowering because you know it was like no I don't have to be beaten another day in my life that will never happen to me again and I'm taking my power back and I'm going to own that and so that's really how it all started and and you know why I started moving into the direction of finding out who I was supposed to be wow it's such a big like if it doesn't feel like it was a big moment, just that simple, I'm going to change directions. But that mm-hmm. change of direction completely changed your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's huge. To give, me, to give me a life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So what was going through your mind in that 52 hours before you got yeah. your daughter back? I, that, like, that just hit me in the heart. <laughs> yeah. And, and it is, like, even still today, that's a heart, heart-wrenching moment for me. Um, how could I do that? You know, I'm sure there's people out there frowning and going, how could you leave your daughter? Well, when your life's in the balance and your daughter either will never see you again and won't have a mother and live in this environment where the grandmother on that side was an alcoholic the husband was violent, um, among other things. And, you know, how do you weigh that up? There is no, there is no decision to make there. Um, I, except that to know that she would be mine at the end of the day, that I would have her back. He would possibly, you know, my thoughts, I guess, where he'll take the first thing he'll do is he won't be able to handle it he will take her to his mother or his sister who neither of them worked so that was okay even though you know they weren't great people they didn't have fantastic lives they didn't take responsibility for their lives when it came to children they would give their all and i knew that she would be okay with that yeah, so it was that knowing that she was going to be okay even though you were apart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, this is, it's yeah. so big to how process. You, <laughs> you know, even now, how do I process that? It's like it just happened. Mm. You know, it was like there was no conscious thought process for me to do that it just had to happen that way for me to be where we are. And, you know, it's just amazing. It's, you know, my daughter's just going through a horrific um, marriage breakup herself and hence why she's with us. And, you know, we are just building this amazing relationship on a level that we've never had before. And because, you know, there's always been... We haven't been true to ourselves before now. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I could have been with her, um, I wasn't in the right headspace. I kept attracting same, not the violence, but same kind of people because I hadn't done the inner work. Mm-hmm. And when you haven't done the inner work and healed yourself, then you, you are still got that energy attached that will attract those people that, when, you know, if you're not respecting yourself totally, then you're not receiving respect back. So it's, you know, it's so much bigger than that, though. Yep. And, you know, to know that we're in such a great place with her relationship, you know, for the last 20 years has been 
quite extraordinary as well. And, you know, she's dealt with some stuff. And, and again, she was put into that situation where you're removed from family, you're removed as much as possible from friends. And while we saw each other and we talked to each other, it, there was this hidden life that she didn't feel that she could open up about. Wow, so, wow. So it kind of replayed again in the next generation. Yes, as it does. As it does unless you know the tools and strategies and the, the processes to actually un, un, undo that damage and heal yourself so tightly and so, you know, so truthfully that you can move forward. That's beautiful. And you have moved forward, obviously, because you are a very confident woman. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Melly. Yeah, look, you have to. You really do have to own who you are. And when you can do that, you can do anything. Oh, that's beautiful. So through mm -hmm. this whole journey, what, where did courage really present for you? And what does courage mean to you now? Oh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> I think courage presented itself that day when I finally got to my mum's workplace and, you know, I said to her, I need some money to pay the taxi driver. It was a dollar. I didn't have a dollar. Um, you know, I said, I need some money to pay the taxi driver. And, and she said, what's happened? Where's Tracy? You know, what's going on? And I, I said, I just need the dollar and then I'll come back and I'll talk to you. And I came back in and I just, everything unraveled. All the emotions came through. Um, it, you know, emotions are amazing part of who you are and how you hold it together for so long until you know that you're in a position where you can let that stuff go. Um, and that goes on all through life. And in that moment, it was, I don't know what I've done. I don't know how I did it. But the power and taking back the confidence and the courage occurred more in the, in the counselling session when I had the courage to stand up and walk away and say, no, no more. That's, mm -hmm. that's not going to happen anymore. And I walked out of there and he, you know, he obviously followed me to the bus stop and, um, you know, I just looked at the bus driver. I said, do not let him on this bus. Wow, that took and, courage. Yeah, so that was when I really felt like I empowered myself, taken my own power back and started to build from there. So... To me, what, what does courage mean today? Courage is anything you want it to be as long as you know that you've done everything in your power to change a negative situation and move forward into a positive situation. That can, you know, some people, um, it, it's, it's bigger for others that, you know, for some than it is for others and that doesn't mean it's not big enough for you. Who you are and however big or small that situation is, it's just as powerful for you as, it, as 10 times that situation is for somebody else. 
it's what we all go through the same emotion. We also all go through the same feelings. We're all going through the same mindset. We all go through the same, you know, the same circumstances to work through that. So that courage is courage no matter what the situation is. Just know that the courage to open up, speak out and ask for help can be far grander than anything else. If you are feeling stuck and overwhelmed right now and are struggling to find your courage, jump over to melies.com.au to claim your free personalized insights and discover the three things you need to know to reclaim confidence, joy and purpose in your life.